What's going on? Welcome to another edition of 31 Days of Halloween. Tonight is movie number three. I watched The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which I really enjoyed. It was made in 2020, written and directed by this guy named uh, Jim Cummings. Um, I watched it on Epics. Even though I thought the, the tone is different and there's more drama at play, much like Freaky, this film perfectly blends very dry comedy with its horror as a werewolf procedural. In fact, you can sum it up as Fargo meets Jaws with a werewolf via Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I, I can't think of a better way to sell this film to someone without pseudo-spoiling it, I guess, maybe a little bit. Uh, usually, werewolf films can function as sort of like whodunit murder mysteries where the protagonist tries to figure out if there's a werewolf as well as the identity of the beast. In the case of Snow Hollow, in the case of Snow Hollow, though, we see that wolf super early on, which I found refreshing, even though I should have seen it for the red herring that it is. By showing it so early, it seemingly takes the question out of the equation. I should have known better. And then there's the murders. Not only are they brutal, but we are introduced to the victims in a way that makes them feel like you are seeing a main character get killed off. This left me with the feeling that no one is safe. And even though most of the deaths happen off screen, their brutality is framed very well around the discussion and discovery of the bodies themselves. Brutal. Big spoilers here. The werewolf turns out to be nothing more than a man who is pretending to be a wolf, which goes to show that no matter what you see at the beginning, you should always question it. Only when it is Hitchcock or Hitchcockian can we believe that what we are seeing is planted there for suspense to reel in the audience who are also witness to things that the characters of the plot cannot see. I really love the notion of a serial killer disguising themselves as a werewolf. As I just noticed tonight, there's actually another story coming out about something similar to what was unspoken in this film. The killer clearly suffered from clinical lycanthropy, which is the belief that one is a werewolf, or any animal, really. There's no official diagnosis in the DSM, as it is something that is really hard to spot and diagnose in the first place. My first feature-length screenplay is about this very subject, and it allowed me to appreciate the way this film approaches the idea. Robert Forrester is great in one of his final roles, and the sheriff, who plays his son and is the main character, is a carbon clone of Topher Grace with his own set of canine incisors that left you questioning as to whether he is the werewolf himself. Something that didn't work for me, though, was the portrayal of 12-step meetings. In the last 12 or so years, it has become incredibly in vogue and excruciatingly cliche to have a character in a 12-step meeting as well as never nailing the actual authenticity of how they are conducted. I took special umbrage with the notion that a drunk sheriff was not allowed back in a 12-step meeting because he was still drinking. No meeting would ever turn away someone who was still struggling and had a desire to stop. That is the only requirement for membership to such a fellowship. Not only was this misrepresented, but it created an unnecessarily negative stigma around these types of meetings and who is welcome at them. 
Despite all of that, I would still highly recommend The Wolf of Snow Hollow. It's a solid mystery, procedural, cop, werewolf, serial killer extravaganza. Check it out.